Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 36 of Up and Down Golf Podcast with your host, Slim. My co-host, Benny. Benny, what is going on? Not too much, buddy. Not too much. Just another week, another day, another dollar, but we're back. And uh, I, I guess, are, are we uh, first week of the bet stamp stuff here or what? Nope. Nope. Okay. No, yeah, I'm week. getting excited, man. I'm getting all wound up. Yeah, we just got to get on that onboarding stuff. True. Very who true. Knew the, who knew there was so much paperwork to uh, <laughs> talking about something? Verbal agreements is what I'm used to. Yeah, literally. Literally. Huh. You're just rattled right now, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Anyways, glad to be back. I'm glad to be chatting this week. We've been kind of a mess on Instagram trying to, you know, get Four all the episodes in order, shit. trying to get it back on a regular basis on Tuesdays. Um, It's just been a gong show, but from here on out, we're going to try to do Tuesday nights, post by Wednesday, and then... We Dialed. try to get more consistency to it. Um, but yeah, what's been going on? Not too much, man. I guess playoff hockey started. Or not playoff hockey. Fuck me. Regular season hockey started, so that's always good. Um, I've had an absolute week gambling. Just a little side note. I made like $400 from between Thursday and Monday night. Maybe, and Tuesday night, I guess. Thursday to Tuesday, I've made like 400 bucks. I actually haven't lost. It's been crazy. Hockey, baseball, fucking football. It's been awesome. Oh, can we talk about football for a second? The Raiders on Monday night. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they covered the spread though. They should have won the game. We covered the spread. <laughs> I know that is a tough loss. I wish they did win, to be honest with you, but um, because I hate the Chiefs. But that's all right, buddy. They'll they'll pick it up. I'm sure. It's People are saying they thing. might they might still make the playoffs. They could. They could. They got a good team. I think it's just a chemistry thing at the moment, just really finishing off the game. They've been like so close every time they lose and barely win when they win. So, yeah, I mean, it's not ideal. It's not, it's definitely not how you draw it up. No. Then you got Devontae Adams just catching charges left, right, and center now. Dude. And dummy and camera guys. Dude, that was pathetic, though. That is ridiculous. Can we all just agree with that? Mm-hmm. Like, that was just next level. Just about as pathetic as all the freaking roughing the passer penalties but i buddy, guess we can get away from the, the football talk buddy the hold on the field goal was way worse than the roughing the passer <laughs> yeah. you know what's know. funny the last time that call was called in the nfl seven years ago against the raiders on christmas eve cleo mac <laughs> tell me something is wrong with this league that's funny yeah no it's not funny it's rigged for me for me yeah for me anyways anyways let's get let's get into back to the golf talk um forgot to mention last week Obviously, we had uh, Bruce Logan, Mr. Octogrip. Uh, he is doing a discount code for us. It's up and down, all capitals, 1871. And I believe it's 10, maybe 15% off. I think it's 10, though. Um, so mm-hmm. take a look at that. Honestly, legit grips. Like, I, my buddy was about to get a super stroke, and I was like, dude, I think you should get an octogrip. I think it's I think it's definitely better. Um, and so, you know, one by one, we're going we're, we're gonna to change the people over to uh, to the octogrip brand um, just yeah. because Bruce, he's our man, and... I'll tell you what, it's a nice grip. And he sent in yours. Yeah, he, nice I think grip. he sent yours today. So I know. I just juice. messaged him with my info. So hopefully I'll be getting that soon. I'm absolutely amped for it. He's Dirty. so sick. I'm so due for a new grip anyway. So it works out. Unreal. Unreal. Um, one thing before we get into it, I want to go over when I was in Carolina the last two, three weeks ago, I didn't really get a chance to talk about it. We had a lot going on. And dude, the difference between an American men's night and a Canadian men's night is night and day. It is so really? much better at american men's like the thing i love about playing in america when you play at like a country club and like I, i'm not sounding posh i just mean like generally speaking you either play at a public course or a country club like there's just kind of one or yeah. the other 
and generally the country clubs are private. So you play there, man, no matter who you're playing, when you're playing, what you're playing, you're always playing a game. Mm-hmm. Like guys on the team, you want to play for some money, you want to play like a certain game. Or I find guys here in Canada, like you just show up, you play, you walk around, you have some beers and like, you know, yeah, it's just like very true. like laid, not laid back because like the, the matches are still laid back. It's not like they're being like super serious, but it's it just, just like adds that extra involved. like element, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah. we did men's night. We played these guys. Uh, I think it was like, we played for like 20 bucks each uh, US. <laughs> So slim, slim's a couple dollars. Eight hundred Canadian. We tie. We end up doing like two or three playoff holes. It's like in the pitch black. Like we're literally had to use a phone to make a putt. We end up winning <laughs> it. Yeah. So, it, anyways, it was just like a lot of fun. Then you know you go in and everyone's staying for beers after, like because they're usually the golf course in communities. So you're taking a golf cart back home, right? So like mm-hmm. it just like it's such a better, I don't know, just atmosphere than Canadian. That does that, sound so. like a pretty good vibe. But it is kind of funny because I think you're so right with that, with Canadians not really wanting to play games. And I'm kind of guilty for that myself because, like, growing up playing at Westfield all the time and working there, I never really played games. I always loved playing straight up my own ball, like, pretty strict rules as well, like, just pretty pretty narrow, I guess you'd say, by the book. And then, like, when, as I got older, the pro I play with there, Greg Martin, Marty, he uh, – he always wants to play games. And he's like, I don't even want to fucking play if we're not playing a game. And I was like, oh, like, I want to play my own ball. And he's like, okay, well, let me give you strokes or something. Let's play. So yeah. like, he's a, he's a hardo for it. Like he always has to have some sort of a game going on, but that's funny. I guess maybe that's, maybe that's why, because it's more fun and guys just do it more often, I guess. And I didn't even realize. Gonna have to try that though in the States. So if we get down to flow rata. Side note, I think I found what I was looking for, so I'm so happy. Uh, but <laughs> I was gonna say, I saw you go like blank for a second. I'm like, this could be a really good thing or a really bad thing. No, and the thing is, too, that's fun is that like, and everyone does handicaps. Like, it's not like it's like you know, everyone's playing like a four, like everyone's a three or a two. Like, it's all close. Like when I was down there, like you know, guys were twelves, guys were threes, guys were eights, mm-hmm. and like, they, but the issue is that they play their own club all the time, so their handicaps are relatively true, and they yeah. play legit every time because they're playing games all the time where mm-hmm. they don't have any like, Oh, I'm not putting in this round or no, or I'm just going to blow up and like not care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're always doing that. So that's the other thing that's decent. The also thing that is, is a true comparison is, or I guess not comparison difference of what I've just said or a con contrast is <laughs> all over their golfers. Like are like, they're good golfers are good. Like yeah, when I was playing at, at Sedge, like as he was like, oh yeah, dude, like we play the like we have like fifteen guys and we play like when we play we play straight up. Like I don't give them shots, nothing. And like he goes, yeah, they're like scratches, twos. But dude, I'm technically a two point six humble brag. Um, and so I put in Golf Canada from the tips there. I'm an eight. So like these guys are are scratches at like they're really plus handicaps. The course is just so hard that they're yeah. handy. So if they play anywhere else, they'd be pluses, right? But it's just crazy how you know it's just a better golf atmosphere when you can go and play competitive golf with guys all the time. And, and you get better that way too. Right. hundred percent, hundred percent. They also probably yeah. get bored of playing regular golf when they get to actually play like 12 months a year. We, we just get like a four and a half month For, crack at it. So we're like, all right, let's just okay. play stroke. Let's like, yeah. we got to get, see what we can shoot. And, and a lot of times, like it's not like they're doing like monkey golf or they're picking three cups of the bag. A lot of times it's like a two man better ball or, yeah. you know, something like that, but they do like 10, 10 for the front, 10 for the back, 10 overall. And then you can basically press at any time. So you can have like, you know, seven matches going on in one match. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of 10, fun bucks. variations in games, right? So too many that you probably couldn't even play them all if you wanted to. No, no, not at all. Um, let's get into the golf talk now from this past week. We'd had the Shrine Shriners Hospitals for Children open at TBC Summerlin. Tommy Kim wins five shoots five hundred on Sunday, 
total of 24 under, fends off Patrick Cantley. What do you think of Tom? What a statement this guy's been in the last, let's say, four months. I feel like we are going to be saying a lot of this guy's name in the next 12 months. And that's just maybe uh, what I feel, but it seems like we've already been saying a bunch of his name and it's barely been the start of the season. And the fact that he's already in the winner's circle here, I'm freaking looking forward to it. This guy's a stud. What a win for the PGA Tour, eh? Oh, seriously. To get a guy like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And his first name's not even Tom, right? That's just like his American name, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know for sure. I haven't looked that up. I have to look it up, but I'm almost like 95% sure that's his, like his like American name. Yeah, yeah, that's jokes. Um, just some just some quick stats here um, off Justin Ray Twitter. Guy is a weapon on the on the Twitter. I don't like taking credit for people's stats, but he's the youngest player to get a to get a second PJ Tour win in the last 90 years. So, and the other guy that did it was Ralph. Goldell, 1932, probably pronounced that name wrong. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, that's a long time. That is a long time. <laughs> Almost 100 years. It's 90. Jesus. Second player since World War II to win twice on the PGA Tour prior to 21. Guess who the other guy was? <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> Youngest international player to win multiple times on the PGA Tour. Now, I don't know. I guess that's obviously impressive, but I feel like the one I just said was way more impressive than that. Yeah. Third player since 1974 to win a 72-hole stroke play event on a PJ Tour event without making a bogey. Dude, just look at the names you're throwing him next to. Like yeah. Tiger, Lee Trevino. I mean, JT, JT Poston. That, I did, that, was, that was a bit of a wild card <laughs> when I read that. I go, oh shit. JT, That's baby. Crazy. But still, I mean, yeah. it's not like he's a bad player. Like He's a pretty established or He's definitely made a career playing golf. So For I mean, sure. That's always a and good this thing. This guy's under 21. And he's the third fastest to get two wins in PJ Tour history at eight wow. with 18 starts. The other one was Robert Gamez with 13. Don't know that guy. And then Seve Ballesteros, 16 starts. Like those are like, that's dude, two wins and 18 starts. Yeah, that's nuts. This guy's, he's and nuts. Then, and it seems and like every in, part of his game is so good too. Like he doesn't seem like he's one dimensional or like everyone's like, oh, he hits the ball a mile or he does this, he does that. I think he's just a pure well-rounded player, which is scary because that means consistent in my eyes. Yeah, and should we throw in the fact that he also dominated the President's Cup? Yeah, he was the life of that team. <laughs> did, did you see Hideki invited a bunch of guys over to the for a meal, and like they looked like they were eating in like some like basement of like some Japanese <laughs> house? Did you see that? No, no. I'll post a photo, dude. It looks like they're in some dungeon of a, of a room. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess he had like a bunch of the guys over. He had like I don't know, probably fifteen, twenty people from the President's Cup. What a beauty! Yeah, so. I mean, pretty nuts, really. Um, I mean, it was the Shriners. I, obviously, it's not like a huge, huge event. Um, still. But still, dude, like we talk about, PJ Tour win is a PJ Tour win. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's that's pretty nasty stuff. And um, I guess uh, we didn't even mention earlier, but I want to throw this out there for, I guess, anyone who's listening and didn't read the title or, I don't know, someone who's just an idiot. But uh, we got Sam Coons coming on the pod here in just a minute. And uh, Cooner is one of my buddies that I met through another friend. So. Uh, he goes to Mac McMaster University here in Ontario, Canada, and he plays on their their golf team there. But buddy's a stud, great golfer, and uh, he's been a pleasure to have on the pod. So, yeah, big 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 intro. But there we go. Not as we... big as the one he gives me. <laughs> <laughs> should we jump to him now? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Welcome to the show. We got Sam. Sam, buddy, pleasure to have you on Up and Down Golf Podcast. Ben, 
What do you think? Yeah. Well, way to include the last name. It's uh, Sam Coons. Buddy, so, I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess up the last name, so I just <laughs> you don't want to butcher it. You don't want to butcher it right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, do. we got a first special guest here. I guess you could argue our first active, like, competing or competing golfer. Sorry. There's the first screw up, Sam. Told you. Yeah. Wow. See, we're gonna fuck up a bunch. That's why it's <laughs> awesome. That's the best part about being a guest is you look the best out of the three of us. So, um, but yeah. So first competing golfer, we had Zach Juicy on, who's a uh, obviously we mentioned multiple times. He competed a little bit in mini tour stuff, but a little washed up. Yeah, currently a little washed up. But here we have Cooner, and he's uh, full fledged in the golf season in OUA. So. Uh, yeah, welcome, Sam, and ha- uh, happy to have you, and thanks for hopping yeah, on here. Thanks for having me on, honestly. Like, I've played with Benny in the past, and he's quite the golfer. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> now I know you're lying. Money. He did. He gave me a run for my money. I won't lie. He was, like, three over through the first, like, eight holes, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think I was, like, three or four over as well, and I was like, okay, I'm not playing well right now, but no, he's yeah, got the game, so. My game best beats his worst. <laughs> no, for real. Game recognized game, Ben. You were better than Braden. I don't know. Oh He's yeah, mentioned on this pod, but you definitely have a little bit more game than animal. Uh, yeah, we'll give him a hard time for sure. Uh, be, yeah, before we, had, we get into anything, too. Oh, wait, do you have something to add to the good, story? You're good. You're not you're good. Before we get, I, 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 two big questions I like to know. I think one has kind of been answered, but I, I don't know you that well, so I'll ask you again. 100%. What's what's the handicap at right now, and what's the nickname? Because we're is that a nick- question that you guys ask every guest on this pod? It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's Wait, what was new. the second question? What's my nickname? Yeah, we're big nickname guys on the pod. Yeah, it's so. like Cooner. Yeah, Cooner is probably my nickname. Cooner, Coonzy, okay. and uh, my cap right now is at. I don't know if it's an all-time low because it was a little lower recently, but it's at a plus two point four right now. <laughs> a yeah. plus, eh? Yeah. And, and, and he's saying legit too. Every round I've entered, I've entered my, every round I played. So. And he's saying game recognized game. That's <laughs> how no, I play with Ben. He's, no, he's, he's like an player, 11. Bro. No, you have it in you, bro. If you practice more, Ben doesn't put as many hours as, in this game as I do. I already know that. So this is what I need, Cooner. This I need you on this podcast right now. Slim's constantly roasting me for my golf game, which I mean has been awful this year. But I need that confidence, confidence booster. My mental is going to be strong it. now. <laughs> so if you have it in your hands or you don't it's you can tell right off the bat and i could tell that you could play so let's go get more reps in for real ben gassing Holy me up shit. okay is enough it, about me man. is this let's an interview or a tire pump for ben no, so yeah my handicap's that crazy it's crazy it's plus two below scratch is insane to begin with but i i feel like it's slightly maybe inflated because i play at hamilton i live across the street from a beautiful golf course i'm so blessed to be a member there um, my grandfather's the one who got me in there and i pay a, a junior membership fee which is like thousand bucks for like to be a member at like the fourth best course in the country it's like, like you're at hamilton golf and country yeah, yeah that's where i'm a member that's yeah, such a blessing get that's, why my, that's why my cap is also pretty low i feel like it helps me out because the course rating there and the slope is so difficult that when i pure. shoot when i shoot 74 from the tips it's like shooting even par because the slope is like 74 and a half so yeah is plus two the lowest you've ever been or you've been lower? no no i mean my lowest round ever is 66 but not at hamilton right. where was that i was in muskoka lakes golfing country club okay what's that like i drive by that every day basically because that's off 118 right yeah it's yeah that's exactly where it is yeah it's outside of port carling it's in port carling yeah Um, it's like by foots bay is is it fully like private is that fully private i think it is it might be semi i'm not sure if it's fully private but they have a tennis there as well it's it's really nice it's pretty short it's like 6400 yards don't get me mistaken if i'm wrong it might be 63 even but like the greens and the t decks are like really pure like when you go there it's like yeah, it's really nice. Feels like you're at the Shire in Lord of the Rings. Like everything's <laughs> in, like 
everything's really green like yeah it's super pure but it's pretty easy and gettable but it was nice to do it with my dad I played with him and I was four under and bogeyed the last hole to shoot four under so nasty it's pretty gettable there like 6400 yards isn't it's pretty easy yeah. to get the ball along like, it's not too deep for you especially yeah, he's got a, he's got a gun off the tee yeah I can hit the ball decently far but there's guys on my team that can hit it further so well here let's uh let's start getting into it I guess right from the beginning I know you mentioned already kind of your grandpa helping you get into uh, Hamilton Golf and Country Club and then playing with your dad in Muskoka kind of I want to hear how that ties into maybe how you got into the game of golf and maybe how you were introduced because I know it's a little unique for everybody yeah 100% I'd say golf like both both my mom and my dad are big into golf when I was growing up like my mom was like even like a, I'd say close to a single digit handicap when I was growing up so she was like always oh. someone she never broke 80 but like she was very close to breaking 80 a lot she probably shot 85 mm -hmm. or six times like she's a good player my dad's like was probably close to a scratch when I was a kid and like nice. now I slap him around nice and you know yeah I let my dad have it now yeah I smack him he he still thinks he can beat me but every time I play with him it's a little bit of a wake-up call but I always played baseball when I was young I don't know but I think Ben you play baseball as well yeah just briefly a lot of pickup but only organized for a little bit when I was young, I, I played uh, baseball on the Hamilton Cardinals. I played like pretty high level baseball, like AAA when I was like 12 years old, like super young. And then I played until I was like 14, 15. And I had this really bad coach. I would like make us run until we throw up if we had a bad game. And it's like, I guess it was terrible, bro. It's like, I get two at bats, like walk once and like would strike out once. And then a ball wouldn't be hit to me the whole entire game. We'd lose by like five runs. Yeah. Their coach would make us run until the first person would throw up. And it's like, I didn't really make an error and I'm running for what? So I like, <laughs> felt like I wanted to play sport that was more individualistic. Yeah, no, so, no shit. Eh? I'm not, <laughs> I, I didn't make a mistake. Boy, you should be running, not me. Yeah, uh, fuck. our coach is really hard on us, which is good. Like discipline's important and understand like, yeah, the message behind it. But I found that like golf, it's like, it's all up to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have as much time as you want to do whatever you want. And there's no one else helping you. So other you play than well. You play well, you can go crush pints and pizza. And then if you play bad, you can debate about whether you're going to make yourself run or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no yeah. one's going to tell you. Or, or go crush pints and pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I was leading. <laughs> pints and pizza, no matter what, bro. 19th hole, that's a, that's a given. Yeah, 100%. No, I and say baseball, I, though, definitely got me into golf. Like, that, yeah. It's pretty similar. And like, yeah, swing for sure is similar mechanics. Some would say it could fuck up your golf swing playing baseball, which I kind of agree with, but the actual principles and the theory behind it are all the exact well, the working same. out behind it like the stretching mobility all like it's all the same it really yeah, is which is kind of sure. interesting weight transition like all that mm -hmm. carries over so no doubt you still working out to help with the flexibility and the and the mechanics or so no, I, is that, I've been is that put on the back burner i've been so our our team doesn't work out like we don't have scheduled workouts at all which is an absolute sin like our coach like I don't know how much I can say on here. Like he's not the, he's not the greatest, like in the fact that he schedules like team workouts for us. And I guess it's, we're supposed to be able to take it into our own hands and like meet up together and do workouts. We just haven't. And other teams that are, we're competing against like Laurier and like Waterloo do like scheduled practices. Just, and just stuff. to clarify for everybody, uh, yeah. Sam's playing university golf here at Mac. So yeah. he's a uh, use or I guess OUA U sports. What do you, what yeah, OUA, yeah. OUA golf. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah kind of a stud were you rookie of the year too is that just uh something i heard or like no, rookie I, on your I, team was, or? I was second team all-star in 2019 in my second season for oua so yeah. maybe i'll be first team all-star this year i don't know my scoring average is like 74.5 this season 
through eight rounds. It's not like it's not bad. It's like two or three over par on average. What are you guys saying? Yeah, I'd take that probably. What about you, Slim? Is <laughs> that all right? Ball too, like under pressure. I mean, I can't be too hard on myself. I no. mean, I'd like I'd like to see it sub seventy four, but I mean, Me I'm just I kidding. Like I'm just too. kidding. No, I'm I agree. Kidding. Like especially because guys on tour are like playing at courses that are like longer, harder like way faster and it's like they can shoot 66 like all the time so it's like yeah did you try to go to school in the states or you just didn't that wasn't like a really like an option or a route you just... 12, i was a good player in grade 12 sorry for cutting you off but uh, you're good i do that a lot um, you're fine <laughs> i was a good player in grade 12 it just wasn't as good as i am now i won't lie like my handicap wasn't as good and you need to be good young to to be able to go with d1 and just yeah what about the marks did you have the marks my grades were good enough. Like I also like I realized if I were gonna was gonna go to the states, it's probably gonna be like jeopardize my like education, and I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to go, and my main priority was to get my degree and then play golf on the side because I knew that like yeah, golf's crazy. You guys, you guys know there's levels to the sport. Like the difference between like a really good OUA athlete, between like a decent D1 NCAA athlete, between like a really good NCAA between like someone good on the corn ferry between yeah. it's not called that anymore, but between like someone outside of the top 100 on the PGA tour and then the guys in the top 100 on the PGA tour, are like fucking robots. Like, yeah, there's lots of depth putts on the PGA tour in the top 100. You won't be in the top 100. So like they just consistently make putts and like, that's the reality I've come to, but it's definitely a combination of like, I didn't have a coach throughout high school that was helping me like look yeah. for schools to go to. Yeah. I mean, it's a, for yeah. sure. That's yeah, definitely the key, man. It. All those kids in the States have money. They have, they have coaches like they're, they're exactly. it's all lined up. They can yeah. play 12 months a year, most States. And we're stuck here playing. Like, you know, if you grind, you're playing five months a year. <laughs> yeah. And if you're lucky. Like, you know, it, it's like an afterthought. It's like a secondary sport almost. Um, yeah, so that's well, cool though. And then I guess. I feel like we're settling in here slowly, but surely. Yeah, I think there the other day. That's why I had to hit you up and... Oh, sorry about that, boys. Hang on. Am I back at all? Buddy, yeah, t- yeah. tell your parents, t- tell Mikey know. to get off the hub. Eh? He's like <laughs> trying to record a pod here. <laughs> Mikey's got to chill. Switch off the Don's Wi-Fi. Next yeah, time. <laughs> honestly, man. But anyway, I was saying, I uh, obviously was looking at your socials there not too long ago. You popped up on my feed and um, you secured your first individual win there. Was yeah, it in uh, Kitchener-Waterloo? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it was a Waterloo tournament. So, like, how it works for OUA golf is, like, in the regular season, I guess it's not even called that, but, like, every every school, like, hosts an invitational where they invite, like, whatever, however many schools they can fit yeah. according to how many tee times they have. And then you just go out and play. It means nothing, really. It's just, like, they select all-stars at the end of the season, and then everyone competes in the OUA championship, which is this weekend in Ottawa. Nice. But, yeah, that was my first OUA win. It was the Waterloo Invitational. I was uh, four under on the first day with no bogeys. My first clean card, first bogey-free round. That was the felt 68. crazy. Yeah, 68, four under. Felt crazy to go bogey-free. Like, I really honestly thought I could never do that. Um, and especially, like, to do it in a tournament round. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, you got to make some par putts, like, from 15, 20 feet to, like, be able to do that sometimes. And it's, like... Some sweaty ones. Yeah. Especially down the stretch. Like, a, a greasy par feels way better than a, like an easy birdie on a tough hole sorry what'd you ask yeah. them i just said that especially down the stretch like coming like you know you get to 14 15 16 yeah, you know in there like i mean you had to been feeling it then because you obviously know what you're doing or yeah, no where you're kind of in the start, zone you start realizing like you had a 12 footer for par and you you make it and you're like fuck 
it could go bogey free and then you're like holy shit i okay, language, but like yeah i hit 15 greens so it's like pretty stress-free to go bogey free you think but like when you miss a green you short side yourself and you got to yeah. make up and down it's like fuck yeah hey slim what? you know what's impressive about that is he's doing it sober too have you ever heard of that well yeah i am i am but the funny thing is i was hung over as fuck bro this like that's how it goes though that's bro, how it goes i swear i was taught like I, I slept at this girl's house the night before the girl i'm talking to right now like i was i slept like ass bro don't even fit in this girl's bed <laughs> like i'm a tall guy like i don't fit in this girl's bed sleep terribly like wake up at four in the morning like for an hour straight get back to sleep like wake up to my alarm realize i gotta play a tournament round go home realize guy, guy doesn't even know he's like oh shit yeah, yeah it's saturday i gotta go play. he was dialed somewhere else he had yeah. two different games going on at can, once. can you believe like all these athletes like justin thomas are like following <laughs> these this whoop and like how you recover <laughs> yeah. like your sleep recovery and all this and, and it's like i go out there and, and don't make any mistakes to play the best golf i've ever played when i'm hungover didn't sleep well didn't yeah. eat like it's it's crazy and honestly but the one change i did make before that round it was I did mobility, so I played around like a practice round. I just played the day before at Hamilton with someone who works there, mm-hmm. and I was really sore from the gym. You guys mentioned and I worked out that week, Thursday and Friday, with my buddy, and I was like so sore come Friday afternoon. I could barely swing the club. I was so worried about not being able to play that that weekend. And the guy who works at Hamilton who played nine holes with me is like, "Dude, you got to try this mobility. I'll send you this YouTube link. It's like the Sean Casey uh, like warm up mobility thing." Mm-hmm. I like wake up the next morning I'm like, "Fuck." I feel so hungover, dehydrated, tired, like all this, like terrible. Like I'm also discouraged because I played two previous bad rounds of golf. Like I shot 78, 80, the two rounds before. And my team has been really good. Like it's been hard to make the team to be able to make it to this tournament this weekend because you can only choose five guys to go. You guys had a team winning like a, a team second yeah, place when you placed first, I believe, right? Yeah, we, we finished second in the water really as a team. Oh. That's not ideal. <laughs> hey, that's just the coach calling him going, hey, what are you talking about me on the pod for? <laughs> uh, that's actually one of my teammates ringing me right now. I'll get him after, though. Um, but what, what were we just talking about? Fuck, I forget. No, it was just... <laughs> You're talking about your 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 mobility video that changed your career. Yeah, so that shit, honestly. I went home the next morning like, oh, God, this guy's not... <laughs> I mean, Popular, I dude. Home, I went home the next morning and did the mobility thing and it honestly saved me man like when I start the second set when I did it like I could feel my hips opening up and like when you go and hit balls on the range before you feel like a new individual bro like when you're picking your ball out of the hole it feels different it's honestly like yeah so so can we get this link or is this secret now until <laughs> no, after no, the weekend? I'll, I'll share with y'all yeah I, okay I got you Trust. there you go Get it huh, all so, set. so top five guys from the team so what is there seven or eight of you guys on the team there's seven or yeah there's really eight of us but one of them's really like not as great as the rest of us i guess skill skill wise there's really six of us competing for five spots like there's six of us that are plus handicaps i should really say that yeah, could oh, really wow. for the team so one guy got snipped down one of my good buddies unfortunately it's just how it goes um but uh yeah just he's no, got other priorities no remorse just no remorse. Remorse. he's a fortune like, my best buddy he's been with me at hamilton it sucks to see but yeah. just how it happens when you have internal competition you, you really have to compete against you know like everyone else in the field, not a lo- not only that, but like your own team, and it makes you play better. And it felt like yeah. I went balls to the wall after I played bad. Um, I shot seventy eight and eighty the two rounds before, and I like felt terrible. I felt discouraged on the way to Waterloo. I felt shitty, and I go out there and don't make a bogey, and it's like what? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But so that basically yeah. solidified your spot in the, in the five. It did, yeah. That I feel like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And then Funny the next thing. day, I had a so I played with a kid who shot one under that day at uh, Rebel Creek. 
Ooh. So the next day I got like a three shot lead. The kid shoots one under, I shoot one over. Do the math, I win by one shot. Three under. We're pretty Thank bad God at math. Because so. we're pretty bad. At, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> saved oh, me. God. Saved a few minutes here on the pod. <laughs> uh, you take the one, you move the two, you get the three. So yeah, yeah, win, win, win by one. I'm curious. This is maybe something you can't disclose, but I figured I had to ask anyway. I had a couple requests from some buddies, but uh, so obviously with traveling to these different schools with teammates, you're in yeah. university. Is there any sort of like partying or consistent like game plan when you're going out? Like, oh yeah, you're there so, for a couple of rounds, right? Obviously, you said you were a little hungover the one time, but you guys like to get after it. I'm assuming yeah, we do, we do for sure. Indeed, uh, I can speak on that. I think for sure, um, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, I can. The team, um, I'm in Windsor, like when we go to tournaments that have like when we sleep over in a hotel, we're more inclined to like, yeah, drink and party. Yeah. Um, it really depends on the like this weekend at OUA's. I don't think we will because like we just gotta focus and shit. But like. Yeah. Last weekend in Windsor, we went out to the Rippers and it was good night. We went out to the Chino <laughs> and then the Rippers and it was good. So we think it's good luck because last time, two years ago, we went out to the to the Rippers. We played well the next day. We all shot under par, like me and my best buddy. So we were, we believe like the omens are there. So we tried it again and we won. I mean, I win. So it seems like whoever the captain is or the leader should be booking some res some resos this weekend so that the folks can go out, book some tables, some booths, yeah, get Cooter a girl, a shitty bed, a couple of drinks. He'll be dialed tomorrow. The, six hey, hey, the mobility stretch. That was the key, man. <laughs> no, it is. It honestly is. And that, that, and yeah, I mean, a good, good strip club rip, but right? honestly helps. I'm not, I'm not sure if I can say that on the pod, but. But you can say whatever you want on the pod. In theory. As, as long as your mom's theory. not listening, dude. <laughs> Might be, but I don't really care. There you go. Do, do you guys get, you guys get like, cash to go out? Like, food? Technically, Bro, food okay, allowance? So, like, the thing with the McMaster golf team is that we have to pay a fee for all our clothing. And, like, we have to pay, like, 1100 1200 bucks to, like, be on oh, the team. Get our gear, like, get our bag, like, get our clothes. Other schools, like Laurier, like, pay nothing. And they get, like, Lululemon branded, like, Laurier yeah. golf stuff. And our stuff, like is down here and their stuff is up here and yeah it's really unfortunate we pay to play they don't and they yeah yeah our, our coaching and training and stuff's really not dialed what kind of st- what kind of stuff do you get though like obviously i'm assuming a couple ball caps and some polos like is that basically it we get like two two hats like three polos like a quarter zip uh coat golf bag golf bag but you pay yeah. for all of it right yourself yeah, yeah. Pocket, but it's fair i mean yeah, it makes sense it is what it is. So yeah. you pay the eleven dollar box, and then everything else is covered, though hotels, food. Like when you go there, do you get you, the food's covered on the road? Yeah, it's covered, but we drive, so we have to commute ourselves. So we we commute ourselves. That's the only thing that's on. Oh, so you got to pay for the gas and stuff too. Well, yeah, we we take turns driving. Like I drove the first tournament to London. Like the first tournament was what, the Western one, and then like my one buddy would drive to the Waterloo one, and then like my one buddy's driving this weekend to Ottawa. So we just split it up, kind of. And but, does does every school make it? to this weekend or is it yeah all they tr- schools are invited to this weekend one so it's the like top five from every school gets to go top five players yeah they send yeah. a five player roster to this one so usually for the invitationals you can like compete as an individual under like a faster laurier or whatever um but when you go to ouas you can only send a five roster team for each school so that's why there's like yeah competition within our team throughout the season because you really want to make the team and be able to go with yeah. the and depending on how you also play in the ouas Depends on if you make it to the Nationals, which are in the spring, which I've played in two of. I played in 2019 in London, the Nationals. It's like the college, university, and national championship. It happens in the springs, like spring, like all the universities and colleges across the country come and play mm-hmm. in a tournament. And it's like a four-day event, three-day cut. 
Um, I played in 2019 in London. I played it in it this year in uh, Quebec in the summer or nice. in the spring. Sorry, last spring. So you guys have done well as a team then the last few years. We've gotten much better. Our team now is at best it's been probably in the last 15, 20 years. Like, so what do you have to do to to get to national? Oh so yeah, so three? I was explaining. So your competition top four schools in OUA. Okay. okay. This weekend go to the nationals. So yeah, it matters how you play this weekend because. If you don't play well, you won't get invited to the nationals. Yeah, I had a buddy uh-huh. that um he won, he he was with Georgian. So if you're saying that they're the university college combined, he won nationals back to back years. I think it was like 2016, 2017. He won in, he won the individual score back to back. Colton Kalkanis. We were supposed to get him on the pod a while ago, but we just it didn't happen. I play golf with him yeah. usually two, three times a year. Sounds like a stick. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he is a stick. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, that's that's sick, dude. That's unreal, huh? So, there's a couple keys we learned then. You know, you. It's funny, man. We talked to Sean. You know, eat healthy, <laughs> drink healthy, exercise. You know, that's what leads to success. We talked to Cooner here, and we were going, uh, maybe uh, the yeah, opposite of that. mobility, <laughs> yeah. mobility, but at least be hungover. No, the mobility. I'm gonna send you. I'm not kidding. It's like a 20 minute thing too. Like doing it. You don't even need to go hit balls. Like yeah fucking do the mobility don't even warm up at the range i promise you okay like Dude, i'm that's the type my of guy that'd be a good ball striker sorry to cut you off then and like hit a lot of greens but i can't fucking putt so like <laughs> i've stopped going to the range i've just focused on the mobility fuck hitting balls i already know how to hit the ball go to the putting green and hit putts that's all i've been <laughs> doing like i've been hitting putts 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 and it's really been helping my scoring like honestly it's Goonzy needs Same to get Octo Grip, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that the last epi, eh? Uh, Octo yeah. Grip, buddy. We might have to see if we can get Brucey to hook you up with one. We'll talk to our boy throw, Bruce. Throw that on. I, my grip right now is really worn because I've been using it all year. So oh, well, Same with you, mine, if, dude. If, if you guys make it to uh, Nationals, we might have to – maybe Ben will donate his to yours, and then we'll get Ben another one. <laughs> yeah, could be in for that. That could be the difference, you know? What What's this saying? If you got the yips, go to Octo Grip. <laughs> yeah, that cracked me up. That was good. Yeah. Huh. Um, And I guess to slowly wrap it up here, because we're just going to be short on time, but yeah. um, moving forward with golf, I know you mentioned it a bit earlier with how it's so hard to advance, but do you have a rough plan or idea? Like, do you have more eligibility left at Mac? Where do you think things are going to be going? Yeah, I mean, I really wish, man. I think I, it's a tough one to answer. Like, I want to start trying to qualify for, like, the men's am like try to qualify for that and do stuff like that like qualifiers and but i don't know if i'm good enough to be like a canadian pro or like really go mm-hmm. anywhere with it i mean i love the sport like i was yeah. teaching juniors throughout the summer mm-hmm. uh, at oak gables which is a local course by my house and i, I just love it man i like kids and i like golf so like yeah i mean yeah i could see myself doing something with it I, i'm like teaching business. pro kind of thing or something like that or even on the side like teaching start, on weekends company, like who knows yeah i mean yeah who knows but yeah i mean competitively if i win this weekend maybe i'd maybe i'd think about it <laughs> if i don't win then i mean probably not probably like, yeah well as long <laughs> as you're not hanging be, them up buddy it, it'd be sick if they did something where maybe they do you know out of everyone's, I guess, provincials, essentially, that's what this is, you know, take like the top three from each province. And then whoever wins the nationals gets an automatic exemption in the, in the Canadian open. That'd be so fun. And then the, and then the top three guys at each provincials 
go into a, a tournament Full themselves, water. a one-day event, and the winner gets into the Open too. That's a great idea too. It would it would promote good because all the golfers, relatively speaking, are Canadian in the event. Good so amateur Canadian golf. You're honestly yeah. getting a good Canadian amateur, and it gives them a chance to do something. And who cares, man? Even if sure, you don't so. do well, you you get your one shot at, at playing the PGA Tour event before you hang them up. I don't know. I just think it'd be something that would be super cool to do. Obviously, there's a lot of guys fighting for that spot, but they have the PGA Tour University shit. So why not can it, it can to step up? Maybe do something for the boys in <laughs> the boys in red and white up north. You know, I agree with that. I I honestly think golf's just a really good thing to be able to do because like in business, like if you talk to a client or like you can take them out on the golf course, and if I can strike the ball in front of them, they're gonna be like, oh shit, <laughs> take know? their money and then take their money again in a business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and gambling too would be fun to like gamble, but I've never yeah. really done that in golf. Like just my boys, five bucks here, five bucks there. Like if you lose, yeah. I'll buy you a milkshake after, but nothing crazy. Just when I me and milkshake. Zach, when me and Zach beat you in Bredo last year, I believe we won a couple bucks off you, but that could just be a blurry memory. Uh, I think it is blurry. I don't know. What you I have mean. like one shot that I probably just dreamt of hitting like a 60 degree over a pine tree going up and down from like eight, 70 yards. It was not for the win, but it was probably. And yeah, it was- I remember you were like two over through like eight holes. I was like, oh, fuck. That's <laughs> all right. We'll have to play again this year. Maybe Dude, we should. I was about to say that. Like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it dialed in. I'd, I'd be down to play anytime, man. So I want to meet you in real life, man. We should get a threesome going here. Like, a, we can get Bredo on or. Uh, hey, I'll bring oh, one. Yeah. I'll bring one of my buddies. And we'll, right. do, and we'll do a 2v2. I'll, I'll try to find Can't a plus be Nezzy. cap. Can't be Nezzy. Why? Why? <laughs> That's wrong with that? shit. Ben already knows who it is. Eh? Yeah, he's ben got one, one of his buddies is, like, played on a bunch of, like, Latin America tour events, like, freaking Monday PG tour yeah, events. Yeah, let's go. You take him. I'll take Ben. Five PG tour events. Uh, yeah, let's do it. See, he's not scared. You know, you guys will I'm go to the scared. Rippers night before. Okay, all right. I love it. I like the right, challenge. Cool. I'll, I'll get dialed, man. I might be going to Florida in a couple weeks with this idiot, so I'll try to get dialed along there. Let's go. Baby. I want to see this mobility. shit that Coonsie's talking about. Oh, Ben's a ga- like real game to gamer. Like, no, no. Every time nah. I see Ben play, fucking Ben, wow. buddy, what's going on? Was it a one off? One hit no, wonder? It's uh, I don't know, man. I just don't play nearly as much like you said. And I've been in mental shambles this year. Like, I just, it's been fucked. Even in August, he goes, I'm, I'm gonna take a break from golf. Like, what do you mean? It's, it's August. It's prime time in Canada to play golf. What do you mean? You're taking a break. Yeah. Golf is all here, boys. It's a four-inch game in between your head. It's not a 7,000-yard game. That's actually so facts. Especially if you're decent <laughs> and you can hit the ball, it's all mental. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can shave shots by, do, like, thinking. I swear to God. I know. I believe you, man. I believe you. I've been there before. You got to be confident. You got to be confident. Shot by shot. Shot by shot. That's it. That, moment. That's the mindset that went 68 bogey-free. Eh? No, shot by when shot. I was leading, when I was leading the tournament, my mind started going, oh, fuck. I, I'm probably leading this tournament. I could win this tournament. I could shoot 68. And when you're thinking those things, those are things in the yeah. future. You're not in the present. You're thinking about something like happened in the future. As soon as you do that, you're fucked. Yeah. You got to think, okay, when you do that, you got to really self back and say, okay, what's the next shot I got to hit? What's the, where's the win? Where's the pin? Where's this? Where's that? Yeah. Wow. The yeah, most important tip. shot, the most important shot is the next one. There you oh. go. It's facts. Well, well, this well, guy's well. Just feeding us with quotes right now. I'm going to be fucking going to sleep tonight and it's going to be running my head and I'm going to be ready to play. Yeah. I'm playing I- Saturday morning, so. Back Unreal. in St. Catharines. Dial it in. Dial it in. Yes, well, Kunzi, thanks for hopping on. Good luck this weekend. Maybe, maybe if you, you. Uh, you have a big finish, we'll get you back on to tell some stories from the weekend and, uh, <laughs> and you know, to have a have a top player. On I really hope, man. I really hope I play well. I hope Mac does well. Like, I'm the third man on the team, so we have some serious gamers depth to our team. So I'm really hoping that we can make a run this weekend and uh, win this tournament as a team. I mean, if I don't play well, I mean, it's four count five, so 
cool. Four so, scores count for five guys. So I mean, I'm so really someone can Max screw up. But yeah, someone can screw up. But hopefully, it's not me, eh? <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Well, buddy, All right. Pleasure All right, well, once again. Thank you for coming on here, and uh, best of luck to you. And I definitely want to hear how things go, and we'll get around going soon. Yeah, let's stay in touch, boys. Eh? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Anytime with the pod and everything. I really enjoyed it. Right, cheers, cheers, buddy. I mean. I know I say this after every ep- or every interview, but whoa! After I'm stirring my words now, I can't even think. I'm so excited. I mean, pretty solid interview, I think. Yeah, definitely brought the entertainment, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Way too big of a pump of your tires, though. I I thought, okay, okay, Ben's getting this guest on, like he's gonna talk, he's gonna chirp him, you know. No, just straight to the to the tire pump. I know. In in Sam's defense, in Gunnar's defense, I've played golf with him only a couple times, and he's seen the best of my game. And to be fair, like you don't believe me, I was okay for a little bit. I've had a down year as I explained the Cooner, but uh, me and him have gone toe to toe in a couple couple matches. I know for a fact he'd kick my ass now if we were to play, but um, I played him at my home course a couple of times, so that's where I give myself the advantage. But yeah, no, a pleasure having Cooner on there. He was a big energy bug and lots of good stories, and I feel like gave a perspective of the game uh, at a level that people probably don't really hear about a lot of the time in U Sports and OUA, like. Canadian University Golf is not the biggest in the world, obviously, and uh, it's a, it sounds like a pretty what, fun time. And what's stupid about golf, dude, is that, dude, it doesn't matter what, what tour you're playing on, where you're playing, how you're playing, the, like the course in Canada, U.S., international, like, dude, people are sticks everywhere. Oh, you I know. know. Like, you got to go and shoot like, like he did. Bogey free 68. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's only 68. Guys on tour, guys are uh, in the McKenzie tour are shooting this, but like, dude, still four under. Still yeah. bogey free like nah. the golf doesn't change from one from one you know one thing to another like that's what's kind of amazing about golf right like no matter where you play you're you're at a high level and mm. i i think that's pretty remarkable it's funny too because you mentioned pretty early when we were talking about like i guess how hard it is to be good at golf and we always talk about how there's so many levels and so much depth to the game and he put it in a great perspective. He's like, yeah, there's this level of like U sports. And if you're the best there, you maybe be like the worst here. And if you get to here, the here to this, it's like the putting at the PGA tour level. Like I like the way he broke that down for everybody. And just in a, from a very good player's perspective, I mean, you're pretty good. I'm not great, but like oh, from a guy easy, who's shooting, you don't, you don't need to bash yourself now. Like <laughs> I know, but coming from a guy who's playing co- like competitive golf consistently and throwing together bogey free rounds, like they still see it the same way. Like it is truly just that hard to be good at this sport. No, for sure. For sure. You're right. It, it definitely was a good breakdown. And talk about another breakdown. How about DJ wins player of the year on the live collects another 18 milli in cash. Yeah. I saw, Hey, I, I think I have the breakdown of his, uh, his pay. I'll find yeah, it really quick I, here. Yeah. I hear Pat Perez is still trying to find a way to collect his, his portion of that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What a dog. Dude, it worked out to like 94,000 a hole he was making. DJ yeah, year. that's what that's what I was yeah. about to pull up here. I yeah. have the picture. So it's like, yeah, he made thirty some mil. So and that's that's year. without his signing bonus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, obviously, because he had like hundred million. Yeah, over thirty mil. So that's like five million per tournament. Seventeen or sorry, yeah, five million per tournament. One million seven hundred thousand per round, and like ninety five thousand just about per hole. Dude, like, imagine making a fuck? double on a hole and going, ah, I still made ninety four k. Yeah, how there's no way this shit means anything to them. Like, there's no way. Well, dude, like, did you I see can't. his interview? Do you see his interview about do you regret? No. And he goes, oh yeah, I really regret coming. Like, I just like I sarcastically. Can't. Oh yeah, he's like so sarcastic. He goes and like so monotone. He says, I can't sleep at night. 
like he just like a, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll see if i can post it uh the video in it on instagram but yeah yeah he just doesn't give a flying fuck but yeah. good for him i mean he's he's winning and he's loving life he's yeah. making cash i'm not knocking him i'm just Tr- knocking trying to keep up with winners seriously <laughs> they definitely get after it um something that was pretty interesting john rom you hear his comments about the Ryder cup no i did not i've been clearly missed everything this fucking weekend he basically yeah yeah yeah, welcome to the show. He basically <laughs> said that he wasn't he wasn't inclined to play the Ryder Cup if the live guys can't play. Hmm. Now I'm paraphrasing that, but he basically said if basically. the best players in the world aren't going, I essentially don't want to play. Interesting. Which is crazy if guys start doing that from that end because then yeah. it will really impact. Because if they both boycott it, like the guys that play in the PGA Tour and the guys that, that play causes the live, problems, then there's going to be issues. It goes fucking. Kalashazam, poof, it's gone. John Rahm is one of the probably one of the top players on the European team, though. Yeah, you would think 100%, especially I feel like in stuff like that, he's pretty clutch. And yeah, that that would be a really unfortunate thing if they're not, they're not going to compete. And if those guys aren't, but I mean, they have a full year to figure that out. Yeah, exactly. It's not a now issue, thankfully. And he, and get this, he just won on the DP World Tour this week. He won the Spanish Open, won it by five shots. He won in 2018, 2019, and now 2022. He just goes out there for a warm-up. Imagine going to the Spanish Open going, oh, God, got to play against John Rahm. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? It's a tough bounce. Very tough, very tough. A couple other quick notes here. Uh, women's golf, don't say we don't support them. Oh, side note, hammy there, hamster, just like, you know, squirrel. Um, ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Adam Hadwin came top 10 this week. Want, I want to just give a shout out to the Canadian guy. Yeah, yeah, top 10. That's pretty good. That's huge. Yeah, we like the Canadian top 10s. Yeah. Love those. Um, Hopefully he gets hot, man. I, I want to see some Canadians do some damage this year. I know. I feel like they creep a little bit better and better every year. Like Dude, it, him, Corey, if Matt. If get a like, top 10 each week thrown in there, that's all That's seriously. all Canada needs. You see a lot of them on the leaderboard now, which is good. Fenson yeah. was kind of up there this past just, year. So. It's just the Sundays. You know, they got to finish it on Sundays. It is the Sundays. Maybe they got to hit the rippers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's the difference. Uh, I mean, Mac, Mac Hughes knows how to close out on Sundays. Maybe he's already doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to talk to him one day. <laughs> First question. Yeah, so I got the head mobility in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, Annika Sorenston, obviously an all-time great on the LPJ Tour. Dude, 250 starts, 69 wins. That's a 36% win percentage. 191 top 10s, 76% top 10 rating and she's only missed five cuts how, how that, yeah, that just threw me speechless for a second <laughs> i was like okay cool stat cool stat cool stat then that was insane the five cuts just shows the i mean the top 10s 76 76 sure. shows consistency but five missed cuts dude ever that's almost like exhausting the fact that she has to be playing on so many weekends. Dude, she's like, she's at a 250 events. She's made the cut in 245. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm surprised she didn't just start messing them on purpose. Seriously. Like, oh, I want a weekend off here. Oops. <laughs> pull, Ser- pull Sergio so you can go to a football game. You get fine. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. Um, that is insane, though. That's dominance to a T. Yeah, literally. Um, next thing, Spencer Lev- Levin. So I posted this on Instagram about the guy that putts with the Happy Gilmore. Like, do you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. <laughs> so after he does his big spiel, <laughs> he was last in putting for the week. Oh. He he lost 4.26 strokes putting one of the days he played. I think it was Friday or Saturday. And get this. 
he was first in fairways hit, first in greens hit, and second in shots gained. Oh my god, poor dude. So he striped it around <laughs> yeah. and he just yeah. Struggled. What about that cross-handed guy? Was he playing in one of those tournaments? Yeah, Patrick Welch. So same thing. Cross-handed player. He did, dude, he finished T28. Okay. And he okay. shot 65 on Sunday. That's pretty nasty. So does he get the like does he have his card? Does he continue playing? Like, I don't know a lot about this guy. Uh no, and he got in on an exemption, which sucks because if he came top 20, he would have got into the next week automatically. Oh shit. Yeah, I think he is an exempt. Let me look that up quick. Um, well, maybe he'll get some sponsor exemptions just because he'll probably draw some attention to himself with the cross-handed stuff. It looks crazy too, eh? When he's like oh. taking full swings, and he like, wears the two gloves. Almost, yeah, it almost looks like it hurts. Like he's fucking twisting his back, and his arms are coming in like it's whack. But could you, I mean, could, hey, so imagine, swing. imagine how many guys he's hustled like at courses. Oh yeah, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll beat you cross-handed. Yeah, it goes on the range, and they're like purposely just hitting like these little shots, but they're like, "What the hell? What's he doing with his hands?" And then they go to the first tee and just it's a nuke and they're like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. Literally, he went to University of Oklahoma. I think he's still playing there. So he's oh, a, true. He, he, he's an am. Just a kid. Just a kid. He got in, I guess. Good for him. It just shows, man. You, you can do anything you want in golf in a sense of there's no perfect swing. You know what I mean? No. You, you, not you, at you all. do what works for you. It's going to be proved even more and more, I feel like, over the years too. Because I feel like it was kind of misinterpreted a bunch yeah especially even maybe when we were growing up like it felt like we were only taught one way to swing yeah but like everyone's so open to different ideas now and there's so many different ways to generate power whether it's through like your swing path your your legs your hips or like anything your hands like there's so many different things to do so i mean it will be interesting to see kind of where things go with that but i mean you see bryson already changing shit and everything like that i mean he uses like a mo norman kind of theory right but yeah which would be older but uh, yeah, it is pretty cool to see a bunch of different guys. Matthew Wolf, I mean, it's tough that he's on the live because I can't really tell how good he actually is now. <laughs> that bothers but, you, eh? Yeah, it really does because I, I don't know. He's one of my favorite players too. I love watching him swing that swing. So, huh? Yeah. Interesting. You got well, some dirty stats for me this week, or buddy? What? You got some slim stats for you. <laughs> Get this from thirty-five yards in the rough. A PJ Tour player leaves. What percentage of their shots outside 13 feet? 13.3 feet to be exact. 35 yards in the rough. I can't tell if you're lagging or if you're just sitting no, there like an idiot. I w- no, no, I was reading the text <laughs> message. Sorry. <laughs> Your mouth was open like you were frozen. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So 30, 30, from 35 yards in the rough, a PGA Tour leaves what percentage of their shots outside 13 feet? Um, I would say probably about... 73% of them. Okay, is so this is high? this is what I find hilarious is that last episode you thought that you could get up and down from 20 yards 7 of 10 times and now and now you're saying that a PGA Tour player from 35 yards leaves their approach shot 70% of the time outside 13 feet. So you're They're saying way better putters than me and you said the rough. Who said I'm in the rough every time? Okay, fair. Okay, fair. But still, yeah, I know. 70? Yeah, make a little it'd be a little off. No, no, 50%. Okay, so you're proving my point even more, but all right. Well, I guess. I mean, <laughs> a, a PJ Tour getting up and a PJ Tour player getting up and down and a 10 handicap getting up and down are two different things. Yeah, you're very right. 
Here, this one actually goes in perfectly to, to, to a nice segue. <laughs> oh no! Distance, and you don't have to guess at this. I'm just gonna read them because it's it's too, there's too much. Distance yeah. in fairway where a player takes an average of 2.9 shots to get in the hole. So I'm gonna list like from a tour player to a 20 handicap at what distance of yardage it takes them on average to get 2.9 sh- shots in the hole. So basically three shots. Basically in the three. Hole. Yeah, call it three. Three. Tour player, 136 yards. So from 136 yards, the average guy makes. to get in the hole going up and two putt like every time is what you're saying yeah they should be better than that technically hit the green two putt yeah technically a scratch golfer 75 yards a five handicap 39 yards a 10 handicap 29 yards so basically from what you're saying it debunks my theory 100 right you're you're 29 yards and you're averaging three shots it means you're not getting it up and down on yeah, average. but like, who said what those strengths are of those players? You know, no, it's on average. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, I know. You're right. You're. Right. I didn't even try to like join that up to like prove your point even more wrong than last week. That just but happened like did. that. I shouldn't have brought it up because you probably wouldn't have even thought about it. No, and then fifteen, Fuck. a fifteen handicap, twenty-one yards, and a twenty handicap, sixteen yards. What I can't believe is the difference between like a ten to a twenty is a difference of like eleven yards. It's pretty crazy, eh? Yeah, I could I, see that though. That's like the difference between like guys who chunk chips regularly and guys who don't. I would say is fairly yeah, like pretty fair to say in that situation. Like you're duffing the ball if you're a twenty handicap, like you're consistently duffing that like field shot. Your ten handicap probably not happening the, nearly as much. Like where it comes along is that like from a tour pro from 136 yards, he's essentially hitting his second shot for the most time. So he's basically he's basically guaranteeing himself on average he's making par from there, right? And where it really drops is like for a 5, 10, 15, and 20, if you're 39 yards in or, or less, you know, you're generally already hitting your third shot. Right. So, hmm. right? Because like not too often are you have 39 in yards, your second shot on your approach as a five handicap. You know, a 20 right. is not having a 16-yard chip in from his tee shot. You know what I mean? No. So that's where it hard really game, kills though. you. Hard game. But it is a hard game. game. Hard game. Hard game. <laughs> Something else that's going to be hard is – this week, the Zozo Championship. Now, I finally got this right because I said this last week, the odds. <laughs> this is at Accordia Golf Narashimo Country Club. This is in Japan. That's why I said that uh, Max or Hideki had um, all right the people, people over. And, uh, yeah. all, all the boys are there. Now, it's very small, so you might have to zoom in. But I got my boy. We'll do a pre-little bet stamp, you know, download the app um, to see where your best odds will be. But I'm going Will Zalatoris. Will yeah, Zalatoris. You get Ricky at 30 to 1. In I there, know. Eh? Will Zalatoris, or I'm going with Hideki. I, th- I think Hideki might have a big week in his hometown. Um, I'm going to go Siwoo Kim. Oh, that's a good one. And oh, I just saw Kirk's name, and it just reminded, reminded me instantly of the Blue Jays, and I just had a heartbreak. But. Um, you mention that. <laughs> I know. Siwoo Kim and I'm gonna go Joaquin. Those are my two guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna go oh, right with those boys. Honestly, really like those picks. Yeah, that's sneaky. I think we're gonna dominate this bet stamp shit when we get it going, man. It we're would just be sick if, if free money for people. It'd be sick if one of us won each week. <laughs> those I are know. high we, odds. We literally did so well last year though. Like we won more than people who write articles daily on it won. So. I know. 
So we got to keep it rolling because now we're actually getting paid to do it. <laughs> yeah. And those guys don't find the best odds, which we're going to do and get you guys dialed, make you free money. Everyone gets money. You'll be donating money back to the up and down golf podcast. You can't see it, but I'm making it rain. <laughs> All right. I think this has been long enough, Ben. I know. Enjoy the evening. You know, I know you're a big Leafs fan, so go Leafs, go. And uh, except for that not happening because I hate the Leafs. Um, but enjoy the weekend. Um, try to play some golf, maybe. Get in shape for Florida if, if you end up coming. Uh, and then-